Hello, 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 and welcome to the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Show, where we talk to inspire. Please like, comment, follow, and subscribe for absolutely free. That way you'll never, ever miss an episode of this uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring show. My guest today is Billboard charting recording artist, songwriter, entrepreneur, Tanya Nolan from Houston, Texas. And one of her recent... uh, charting hits is Pace Yourself. But we're here today to talk about her journey and her faith and that keeps her inspired, anchored, and moving forward. So, Ms. Tanya Nolan, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that lovely introduction. I do. Thank you. Thank (laughs) you. And thank you. Oh, you're welcome. You're welcome. I appreciate you for coming on. Now, you are a singer, a songwriter, and an entrepreneur, and a I would call you a multi-level creative that is surviving in this competitive creative space today. Now, you are you originally from Houston, or is that where you're from? Well, originally, I'm from Galveston. I grew up in Galveston, and, you know, I'm here in Houston. I've been in Houston for some years now, and it's a city that holds a special place in my heart. I I absolutely love it here. Well, that's wonderful. I have friends, and used to have some relatives live there, but I do have one friend that's still there. And uh, mm-hmm. his name is Charles Hudson. He used to be the operations manager or something manager of KTSU FM down there. Oh, I know Michelle McNair. Um, she's um, a DJ okay. at KTSU. As a matter of fact, um, she was a DJ at my birthday party. I'm familiar with KTSU. Oh, you are? Not, oh. Not, not, not that name. Yes, it's right here in Houston. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a historic station down there, right? Uh, from the campus oh, yeah. up from from KTSU, uh, well, TSU, Texas Southern University. Shout out to all. Yes, ma'am. And shout out to all the HBCUs out there, (laughs) y'all. That's right. That's right. My HBCU is Grambling. Oh, wonderful. Mine is Fisk. Okay. Yes, ma'am. No HBCU. All right. <laughs> <laughs> now, would did you grow up singing in the church? Because a lot of our a lot of our folks, uses, uh, tend to have grown up singing in the church. So, how about you? Where did you get your start with singing? I didn't start in the church. I asked my mom. I wanted to make my own money, some extra money, and I asked my mother, "Was it okay if I?" to get a job and she quickly gave me the Galveston Daily newspaper and that's how it started I um it was an ad in the paper that was looking for a female vocalist pretty much what he said I called the number and um it started from there I I did an audition over the phone in the bathroom I remember this I did not (laughs) remember what song I was singing for um this man but I did it over the phone um he asked me my age I believe I was 15 I was I was 15 at that time and he asked to speak to my um my, my parents mm-hmm. gave my mother the phone and it started from there she took me to the rehearsal the very next day and I haven't stopped since that is an interesting so, so, story so, 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 so to answer your question uh-huh. music found me although I, I I I look I didn't know it was going to be that but it found me. That's that's how I feel. That's how it happened. Oh, that's how it happened. Were there other any creative folks in your household at the time? Did anybody sing, write, act, anything like that? No, and and for singing around the house, yeah, just just because. And <laughs> as far as acting, I'm gonna take it. You know, they was given personality, <laughs> but <laughs> professionally, no, none of that. Isn't isn't that interesting? You're the only one. 
in my family. Okay. Now, as I got older and recently, and when I mean recently, recently, like last year, um, when it comes to my family tree, come to find out this is on my dad's side that I am blood related to the emotions. Never met him, but it's real. Also, uh, Nipsey Hussle, never met him, but this is like in my bloodline and, and I, I I'm not saying this if it wasn't proven. I need they need they had to prove it to me. Mm. I wanted to see. Okay. And so for myself, like who is his dad or who is his mother and how are we related and, and how many generations down. But it's not many generations down. It's like maybe two, the oh. most three. So and I just found that out. So it is in my bloodline. On my dad's side I just didn't know about it. But when it comes to my immediate family, no, it's just me. Just you. Not my mother, not my dad. I, I would tell my mother all the time, I didn't get it from you, mom. You can't hold a no. It's probably why you're not in choir. <laughs> and when it comes to my dad, I don't know. I said, mom, they're not even letting you sing a solo in the church. And you know how, you know how that be. They Everybody going to clap, even when you sound horrible. You, you can't even get that. So quit telling people I got it from you. It's not true. <laughs> be the example. So oh, she ignores me, of course, and changed the subject. But she heard me, though. Oh, that's she heard you. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> well, that's funny, funny. Mom, mom can't <laughs> sing, but can't can't even get in the choir. Okay. Yeah. Now, you know, when you I were, hope hear, I hope she hears this interview, man. Oh well, we're gonna it's send just, it's, it to it's, you. It's, it's family humor. All she's gonna do is do a quick clap back. <laughs> <laughs> Girl, what you say that for to me on that show? Yeah, I'm like that. I'm not gonna make the cornbread bread dressing on Thanksgiving. How about that? Say something like that. Y'all funny. Yes. <laughs> now, what did you listen to when you were a child? I'm, I'm speaking of music. What did you listen to when you were growing up? What kinds of music? Well, who were your favorite artists? I know you you just mentioned like the emotions were related to you by blood, unbeknownst to you at the time. But what did you listen to? Well, I remember one time I got punished, and this is where it started. I don't know what I did because I was a good child, so I don't tell him. I have no idea why I was punished, but mm. I was I, I was someone that didn't get spankings. So follow me when I say this. Okay, they would just have to elevate their voice, and it would just break me. So no telling what I did. I don't remember, but I remember being punished. My punishment. I had to go to. Um, I, I I ended up my mother had a. Um, record player and she had lots of records so I remember getting this record and it was Coca Cabana and I, I played it over and over again remember the words but it started from there Coca Coca Cabana y'all mm -hmm. know that song mm -hmm. so it started from there, but my mother and my father would play different songs in the house. I would hear it on vinyl. It's constant music, especially on Saturdays when we have to get up early in the morning, this routine, and clean the house, <laughs> whatever. The house really wasn't dirty. We just had to get up and do something. I still don't understand that logic to this day. We act like I'm dusting. It's dusted, though. <laughs> but we had to do that. And in the meantime, listening to vinyl, I would hear Commodores, Earth, Wind, and Fire, lots of music and i remember we had lots of music in the house just lots of music i just enjoyed it i still didn't know that i could sing no one told me no one said you hitting it no one said you sounded so lovely you just sound beautiful <laughs> i didn't know you can sing and none of that but those were some of my um individuals that i listened to. that you listened to so mm -hmm. who were some of your favorites like from that era and who some of your favorites now some of my favorites from that era is minnie ripperson diana ross michael jackson Janet Jackson at that time, Principal, uh, Pleasure Principal, I, I enjoyed that. Prince, Phil Collins, 
Even when okay. he was with um, Genesis, I love the Bee Gees. My music palette was always eclectic, even back then. And then when it comes to the individuals of today, of course, it's the Mary J. Blige, the Jasmine Sullivan, I uh, uh, Usher. I'm a fan of Usher, mm-hmm. Chris Brown, Layla Hathaway, Legacy, Mary Mary, P.J. Morton. I okay. can go on and on and on. I think they're incredible. Raheem Devon, of course. That is an eclectic um, mix of folks. Of, of artists. <laughs> for sure. For <laughs> sure. I can go on and on and on. Christopher Cross, Riding Like the Wind, it's, that song just gets me. Um, lately, I've been on Dionne Warwick, Deja Vu. I think I want to redo that song and modernize mm. it with just a little bit more of my flavor. I want to signature it. That song does something for me. It's the feeling. But my, it's, I'm all over the place when it comes to music. No, so you, I named a lot of names, but yeah, I you keep did. going with names. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of like um, about your style, how would you describe your style of music? Yeah, your particular style, your voice. If if you had to tell someone who had not heard you, I think those those names, some of those names I just named, I with me saying that I observe various genres, and I think with that maybe subconsciously it helps shape my unique sound it's hard for me to compare myself to anybody i don't think i'm gonna be able to do it because there's only one me and i'm being real and i'm trying to okay. stop talking arrogant it's just about timing and when it comes to my sound it's, it's all it's just tanya tanya nolan it's, it's it seems crazy but it is truly a i think my sound it's just for me so is i'm gonna take you? that back Okay. I, I don't think it was shaped by the other artists that I've heard growing up. No, okay. it's just me. How has your faith been an anchor in your life, and how has it impacted your life personally and professionally? Because this is a tough business that you're in. I'll say this. Music is undoubtedly one of my life's purposes. I've accepted that. It is what it is because it feels so good, and even when I'm trying to run away from it, it's not happening. Okay. <laughs> it's not. It's just, it's just not happening. And when I say run away from it, that's running from, you know, some of the monstrous individuals that I um, unfortunately been able to deal with in this industry. But um, it has its good and has its perks. So to answer that, my faith has been my anchor through the highs and the lows, both personally and professionally. And I can gladly say it's been a guiding force in my journey. Give me one thing that uh, your faith has guided you through or, as we would say in the church, that has delivered you from that you, that would give you a testimony if you had to share it. Okay, so some of you <coughs> want to know some of the triumphs of this tough industry, mm-hmm. pretty much? Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> by me, by me not uh-huh. allowing certain um, situations to get me out of character. And by me convincing myself <laughs> that <laughs> I have paid for the knowledge. Okay. And and being wise to say, you know, with success, Lynn, comes problems. So now mm-hmm. that I know that, it's like, okay, I'm asking the Lord to show me how to maneuver through this in a way where my God will be proud of me and say, well done, you did this. But you know, there's another lesson coming. And I'm you're going to pass this test. I got to pass this test because every time I get the lesson and I pass, I get rewarded. 
Hmm. That's what keeps me going. Okay. My blessings. My blessings by not acting like a monster in the midst of chaos. Although I can, it's about me choosing not to. And that takes a lot of strength coming from a person like me and where I come from. It's called growth and evolve. And I'm proud of myself and I'm still working on myself. I'm not all the way there yet. And you've overcome some of these some of these challenges that this industry has put forth. Because I, I believe me, I have some stories on my end as well. Absolutely, <laughs> and, and 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 with our God, our God, it's like God also send good people my way. I'm an individual that's on my team that I know is smarter than me in certain areas, and I put that in place on purpose. I don't want to be the smartest person in my team. Okay, and I have a, I have individuals on my team that are very patient. I'm very patient. <laughs> okay. and, and, and yes, and understanding and, and most importantly professional and they believe in our guy. Okay. Because he's like I, I ask, what God are you serving? I mean make sure we are serving the same God. <laughs> and individuals okay. on my team we are. And I and, and um they've been making things a lot easier as well just by them being here and being very supportive and with the years of experience that they have it's like I cannot pay for that. I'm just thankful that they're on my team and they definitely want to see me win. And by me saying that, it makes it easier for me okay. just by having them. That's part of the triumph. Okay. Smart, smart, smart. No. <laughs> <laughs> As a, my grandmother would say, now you write smart. <laughs> Yeah. Now, how important is making music that resonates and that inspires other rather than, you know, we got all kinds of music out there. But mm-hmm. how important is it for you to make a certain kind of, of music that resonates? Well, my creative spirit is fueled by many, like some of the names that my musical people that um, I, I think that just sounds great. In a sense, it's me that's driving myself to create authentic and, and, and meaningful music because it comes from a true place. It's like, I don't want to lie to my audience. I'm not going to lie to my audience. And that's me giving giving back. It's just because I'm not lying to myself. So it's not about me just not being untrue to my audience. It's me being true to myself. And by me being true to myself, they're getting some of that. They're getting some. It's really me just sharing it. When it comes to music... <laughs> Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, Lynn, it's, uh-huh. it's for me. Really. Okay. And, and, and I'm, I'm accepting that it's okay. It's for me. It's satisfying myself. It makes me feel good. And it just so happens that I'm purposely sharing it with and my audience. With your audience. Whoever wants to listen to it. So, therefore, mm-hmm. I... And, and, and I'm mm-hmm. just hoping that it blesses them in some kind of way. In, 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 in some kind of way. In some kind of way, yeah. Because otherwise, why are you doing it? If it's just if it's just right. for for you, of course you you do it. But it's part of your purpose to to give to share the gift that God has given you. What you just said, all of what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Now, so therefore, when you're speaking to aspiring artists, uh, like the importance of belief in yourself and and belief in the dream that God has given you to keep moving, keep pushing forward? Um, stay true to your passion, be persistent, and never underestimate the power of authenticity. That's that's true that, and, and that then it does. And what when you said that I thought about like being mindful when you're creating, when you're writing, when you're producing this music because in the Bible there's a scripture that says 
the power of life and death lie in the tongue. It does, though. It so really does. Your words. So we need to be mindful of that. And I think sometimes uh, artists that have the stage, they have a platform, but they're not really paying attention to that and what they're putting out and that you do have the power of life and death by what you say. And people are following you. People, I mean, some, there may be some people that are hanging on to your every word. Yes. So you have to be mindful of that. Now let's let's go I, into. Yes. Go ahead. No, I I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's jump into your entrepreneurial things that you do. So talk to me about that part of your journey. What are some of the businesses, uh, entrepreneurial things that that you're doing? Well, um, as an entrepreneur, balancing multiple careers can be challenging, and no, not can be. It is challenging, but my faith provides the grounding needed to juggle these pursuits. Oh, yeah. You you got to find a way to, like, maintain all of that and still mm -hmm. stay sane and stay anchored. And how I do that, I delegate. I, I am great at delegating. I know my strong. Well, that's wonderful. <laughs> I'm, I'm great at dele delegating. So when it comes to my businesses, I have leads. I have people that are in place where, um, say, for an example, one of my team members, may have the responsibility of 50 of my other employees. But mm -hmm. them 50 employees does not have, like, it's a chain of command. That person that I have that's overseeing these 50 employees, I'm just giving an example, they directly speak to me. Um, mm -hmm. I know all what's going on. This particular person, none, none of my businesses are handled when it comes to my finances. I handle all of that, and I'm going to forever do that. But I have people in place that, that delegates, and get instructions from me when it comes to my other employees. And it makes things easier for me when it comes to me being with the music, um, indulging in my music is what I mean, giving it more of my time. I'm able to do that the past um, couple of years because I've been putting strong people in place, whereas I don't have to be so involved in it like I used to, which it, it took up a lot of my time. So. Mm -hmm. That's what I do, too, um, when it comes to my businesses. It can be overwhelming. I mean, <laughs> you hear it in my voice. Yeah. But that's what I do, and I've learned to not turn my phone off, per se. Okay. But they limit it when it comes to my time. Like, I'm not about to give you 30 minutes when I know you really only need five. So let's get to the point of the call. What is it? I'm, I'm known to be very direct. Some people take it as rude. I don't. Mm. It's just that we only got 24 hours in a day. What is it that you need? Okay. So on to like social media. How do you, are you like on social media a lot with your, with your music and with your business? And how, how is your presence on there? You are asking some wonderful questions, by the way, Lynn. No one has asked me that. So oh, I'm well, <laughs> thank you, Miss Tanya. You're asking me. I know it's been long with it, but I'm like, I'm loving this. Social <laughs> media plays a very crucial role in connecting with my audience and expanding my business ventures. This is where we are. This is today. Mm -hmm. So, is it you go with it? Are you going to get left? So, when it comes to social media, it, it is it's that platform. Um, it's a way of uh, marketing to the masses. So, I'm an R&B artist. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my followers and fans are on social media. So, 
it is in my best interest <laughs> to engage <laughs> yeah. and to stay on social media as much as possible, but I'm mindful of it also because it can be addicting. I, I purposely go there to do my content and I have individuals on my team to assist with that as well when it comes to posting, but um, I'm hands-on when it comes to the commenting and, and engaging and things like that. Social media is, is, is crucially important when it comes to marketing and being a celebrity. So, yes, I'm on it with the social media play, for sure. Before we wrap things up a little bit, what do you have coming up next in your career, business, or creative space that you want to let us know about? Oh, sure, gladly. You guys can connect with me on social media on Twitter at Tanya Nolan, and that is Tanya with an A, T A N Y A Nolan. Facebook, the same thing at Tanya Nolan. Um, Instagram, it is I am Tanya Nolan, and my website is www.tanyanolanmusic.com. That's how um, my fans and followers that's can reach how, me. That's how they can reach you and find out what Miss Tanya Nolan has coming up next. That's right. That's right. That's right. And also, if they type my name in any search engine, um, it will lead them to um, my other platforms as well. Okay. That is wonderful. Wonderful. Well, Miss Tanya Nolan, it has been a joy talking to you today. (laughs) Thank you so much for talking to me today and sharing bits and pieces and, you know, part of your journey with us so that we can we can find out about you and also that you probably have inspired somebody about uh, your walk and uh, tying in your faith with your walk to continue on this journey of life. I hope so. I hope so. No, and I want to thank you for having me on your show. I appreciate it. You were, you were delightful. Thank you. Thank you. Now, thank you, audience, for joining us today as usual. Make sure that you subscribe right now by hitting that subscribe button. That way you never, ever miss an episode of this uplifting, encouraging, and inspiring show. Now, if you'd like to reach me, you want to connect with me, you want to contact me, Lynn Woods, you can find me on X, formerly known as Twitter, at Lynn Woods, L-I-N-W-O-O. DS. And you can also find me on TikTok and Instagram at LynnWoods96 or Facebook or LinkedIn. I'm there at Lynn, L-I-N, last name Woods, W-O-O-D-S. This has been the Lynn Woods Gospel Entertainment Show where we talk to inspire. I'm Lynn. God bless.